listeners, welcome to another episode of the Snowy's Camping Show. If you haven't joined us before, or if you have and you haven't yet done so, make sure you subscribe via our YouTube channel or your favorite podcast app, and you can join in on the conversation with Lauren and I on the Snowy's Camping Show Facebook group. Ask to join and jump in on the conversation. As I mentioned, you're joined by myself, Ben, and my colleague here, Lauren, and today we're talking about Camp Kitchen Essentials, so the, the, the basis of what you need to make setting up for your next camping trip nice and easy right now yeah. i've got a fairly basic setup with a kit i can take in and out the car but you're kind mm. of stuck in between at the moment aren't you with a new setup yeah i think um when you're saying to make your camping trip nice and easy i think when people are going away camping especially if they're just making a, a decision to just go away for the long weekend they might only be going for two days or things like that you don't really want your preparation to be huge and for me the camp kitchen and, and food side of it is one of the biggest things because it's mm. quite easy to just chuck your clothes in a bag and things like that. So if essentially that's the only thing you need to do to do like a food shop and pack your clothes but everything else is sort of already ready, then it makes getting away a lot easier and yeah. a lot sort of more stress-free. Yeah. And that's- so we've already talked about like, you know, I think we did an episode on camping on a budget and sort of keeping food cool and things like that. So we've touched on the food side of things before mm. in the podcast but we haven't necessarily talked about – the actual camp kitchen. Well, you need to cook the food, right? Yeah, yeah. well, you need to cook the yeah. food, prepare all of that sort of stuff. And right, so, right. yeah, I'm between at the moment because, as I've mentioned before, we've recently bought a, a big Mercedes Sprinter van that we're converting to a camper van for our family. And so what the system that we were using before, it's still practical, I guess, or not practical, it's still applicable. It still sort of makes it easy to use, but it's not ideal for the new van setup. So at the moment we're going through that process of really assessing the functionality of our kitchen in our new camping setup and a new camping space and what we actually want out of the kitchen and how we want it to look and things like that, which I think is sort of the first step when you're planning you're planning your kitchen sort of setup. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've got to agree with you on the packing of the kitchen stuff. If I had to pack all the stuff that's in my kitchen kit every trip, I'd yeah. forget something every time. Yeah. And the food is probably the thing I, I like the least because there's so mm-hmm. many little things to remember. You can't just kind of – well, unless you want to eat really simply – yeah. You've got to think a little bit about the ingredients you need and often you f- might forget the oil or some spices or something just to make it that meal that you're used to. So mm-hmm. um, if you can have just the your camp kitchen set up, what we're talking about today, grab a tub, stick it in the car, that's how I operate, Yeah. Um, then you have to think about it. And then at the end of the trip, go through it, restock it, refill, mm-hmm. put it back in your garage and it's good to go for the next totally. one. Totally. Yeah. And I also think that um, I find that having to – cook and prep food in a completely different way to what I do every day just because I'm going camping makes it more difficult as well. So for me, it's just easy to transport the same things that I do every single day and just do exactly the same thing when I'm camping, but sort of get smart about it. So the things that I use every single day, like salt and pepper and chopping board and knives and just, you know, all those everyday things at home, just have a second thing and that goes in your kitchen kit. So um, things like that. But what, like, how exactly do you have, like, what do you do with your setup? Okay, so I guess there's there's a few different ways about this. Mm-hmm. Ideally, well, I guess in a in a world where you you've got a really sort of elaborate setup, a, mm-hmm. say a, a camper trailer or or a kit on the back of say a, a um, cab chassis kind kind of, yeah. mute, you've got drawers and things where you can keep it all in there, right? You can mm-hmm. pull your your kitchen out, fold it out, your stove, and everything's all there, and it's all set to go. Um, that type of setup, you're locked into having that 
yeah. all the time um, or you've got a camper trailer in your um, driveway all mm-hmm. the time, but it does make it easy when you get to camp. That's not how I camp and I, I don't like the idea of locking my vehicle in just for that purpose, not yeah. at this stage of life anyway. So I use tubs that I take in and out of the car, like everything apart from a shelf in the back of I have a Nissan Patrol, apart from a shelf in the back of my Nissan Patrol, everything can come out. Mm. Even the shelf can, but it'd be a pain in the bum to try and take it out now. So I've found tubs, um, all the same type of tubs. They come in two different sizes, just from a hardware shop. Yeah. And they stack inside each other, or not inside, but they like they nest. Yeah. So they sit sturdily inside the, the back of the car. And I just stack them in. So I have two stacks of those. One of them, or actually there's probably three of them that are always packed with gear. One of them's a heap of vehicle spares. Another one's just got some basics like um, insect repellent, fly nets, um, some water water purification stuff and, and those sort of things that um, little things that you might need but you always forget if, mm. you, if you don't just have it ready to go. And the last one that's always packed is my kitchen kit, which I've got some of in front of us here. Mm-hmm. And that's got knives. Um, bowls. You just said knives. Hey. You just said knives. 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 I don't know. I just. I'm Gee, sorry. sorry. Wow. <laughs> I know, it just sounded really funny. I'm not. Yeah. I know. Knives know. with a V. Knives um, with a V. Yeah. Knives. Sorry. I shouldn't so, have interrupted no, you then. Okay. I just thought it was right. super cute. I'll forgive you. Um. So is a. <laughs> I, I use plastic like these bowls that you can sell. Yeah. Bowls and plates and knives. Nice. <laughs> um, are all plastic, so not yeah. not heavy stuff, but durable stuff. It's easy to clean and bounces around in the back of the How car. How do you find eating with those? Because I'm one of those people who, you know, I hate flying on airplanes and eating foods with stupid airplane colouring and plastic colour. I don't know. I just really feel like I read a study I once that talked about apparently the kind of cutlery you use when you eat has a huge impact on whether or not you actually enjoy the food that you're eating and someone can eat identical meals with different cutlery and have a totally different like taste and enjoyment perspective. Really? It was really interesting. Really? And yeah, I don't know, plastic cutlery. How do you, yeah. Well, maybe that's right it. If it? I was at home, it'd yeah. probably be different, but when I'm camping, I'm in a totally different environment. It doesn't bother me, but like, I, I, this is a, I take a knife, fork and a spoon with yeah, me right. when I'm camping, but when I'm hiking, I'm like, oh, I don't need all three. I've got a pocket knife. Yeah, right. And I usually just take a spork. So, like, to me, this is a step up from that anyway. Okay. So, um, doesn't bother me. Yeah. But maybe my wife and kids have got a different story. <laughs> I don't know, but let's not ask them. Yes. Yeah. Then I'll be taking heavier, heavier, heavier stuff, stuff with me. But That's look, true. this is fine. We get by fine with it. The kids, mm. kids are fine with it. They can't break it. They can drop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it washes up just fine. And then I've got, um, you know, like there's a little thing of oil that gets re, re, Topped up every trip, just some mm-hmm. basic spices like mixed herbs or just some oregano or something. Mm. Some curry powder is always a good one because yeah, you can curry you know, a great. curry powder and you can turn anything into some sort of a stew or something like that. Yeah. Curry powder. Um, my wife went and bought a heap of mini stuff like this little mini grater here that, mm-hmm. um, you know, is it's a bit of a pain in the bum. Really mini. A, a big block of cheese, but it saves taking a, a large grater with you. You yeah. can take a flat one, I suppose, and just some compact knives. Good mm-hmm. sh- like this is a this little knife here. We've got two like that in the kit. Um they're sharp knives. So yeah. um, you know, a good sharp knife's good to have. Mm-hmm. Um and that that's just the the basics of the utensils and things, you know, all the cups, um, tongs, etc. etc. everything yeah. I need to cook with. But then I'll have my stove and I take a like a griddle. Rather mm-hmm. than a fry pan, I take a griddle. Yeah, um, and I take Billy's with me as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think that's pretty much all for my camp setup. And then if you want to go down the path, like a collapsible tub to wash up in. So yeah, kind of gets packed in different spots in the car. But mm-hmm. um, 
the kitchen kit that's in the tub, along with all those bits that I need, are all in the same spot in my garage. So if yep. I chuck it in, I know all I need is that food to cook with and, and I can cook anything. So, yeah. 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 I think our, similar, our setup is sort of at the moment, it's really similar to yours in that we used to, uh, the way that our sort of older van used to work, we had um, similar like a, a false floor slash shelf with space underneath that we slid tubs into um and yeah pretty much exactly the same as what you're talking about we obviously have a little bit more like you know your little thing of oil i would use all of that in half a day or like one dinner cooking session so we've got like much larger jar of oil but same thing big salt and pepper things and whatever and all just um it all just stays there even down to you know your tea towels and your dishwashing sponges and all of yep. those sort of things. All it's all just goes in there. And um, I tend to keep like the the dishwashing stuff in like a larger Ziploc bag mm-hmm. or dry bag or something like that in the kitchen kit so it's separate and so you can just pull it out really easily and have it at your washing station. Yep. Um, but, yeah, with – with the van now, because we have a bit more space and it's a much larger vehicle and sometimes it's just me and my partner that go away, but sometimes it's all six of us. Like I was saying to you before, I don't really necessarily want to if we're just going away for the weekend and we might arrive somewhere quite late on a Friday night and have already got dinner on the way or something. It's only really one a day and a half that we Mm. have cooking for. Don't necessarily want to have to unpack all the tubs and set up a table and set up a full cooking space. So thinking a little bit about instead having a pull-out kitchen and how that would work in the system. So we're really at the at the planning stage at the moment. Um, But then obviously having a pull-out kitchen makes it even more easier because you're reducing the amount of tubs that you have and you've got all the drawers and the bits and pieces and it's all just in there ready to go, which would be quite convenient. But then there are also other factors like, you know, the weight of the vehicle and how heavy Mm. it is and how much space that might cut out and if it's going to be. So, yeah, we're just sort of going through all of that at the moment. I guess for those who are starting out, a a tub and the base is what what I talk about. Mm. That's kind of how I'm going to keep going. Yeah, of course. I'm not uh, sort of – upgrading from that i mm. suppose but if you have like you're in your um, case you've got a purpose purchased van for those reasons yeah. and if you can build in a kitchen then yeah it makes those quick well, yeah, stop because our, our van it's we, we don't really have the intention for it to be a daily driver it's mm. literally it's literally just the family camper yep. van um possibly we might take it for you know big long day trips or something like that every now and then mm-hmm. but if I think about it, in the last two months, I've been away at least five weekends. So we're using it a lot yeah. and that's a lot of time to have to pack and unpack, pack and, unpack yeah. and, and things like that. So, um, yeah. That is just it makes sense to, to build something in. That's right, yeah. yeah. And I think if, if you have, um, as you mentioned before, like camper trailers or mm. a setup in the back of the cab and things like that, you might have a permanent kitchen system built in. So yep. it's just depending on what sort of camping you do, how often yeah. you're getting away, how many people you have to cater for, you know, the styles of trips you're taking more frequently, all that sort of stuff. So what about cooking pots and things for, for me mm. um, with my – lightweight kind of approach like I mentioned before I take a griddle it's just a lightweight mm. aluminium griddle which I love it's non-stick and, it, and it's just lasted for years and years and years and I cook everything from barbecues to eggs to pancakes on it and it just goes over a two burner stove mm-hmm. does the job just fine and 
I don't then take a fry pan. Sometimes you think, oh, we handed to have a fry pan, but I would only use it occasionally, whereas I can use the griddle for everything. So yeah. my cooking kit it's is- It's a good point, actually. Yeah, and and I don't like the handles, like saucepans and fry pans. You've got it's kind of an awkward shaped pack, right? Whereas the griddle yeah. is is flat and it just slots in somewhere nice and, and I easily. I suppose also the griddle covers the entire stovetop, mm. whereas the fry pan doesn't. And so, because I had thought about it a few times. Obviously, I do a lot of campfire cooking, but if we're if we're in, you know, fire ban season, and I still want to do a barbecue style thing, trying to have a fry pan or two fry pans on and then like you say, managing Mm. the handle and all that sort of stuff. It's a little bit not necessarily efficient of cooking time and space. So yeah, stovetop griddle plate is a good idea. So yeah, that's what I use. And then I take two billies with me rather than fry pans because I've got a little billy that fits inside the big billy. So it all packs inside one billy and they've got these little inserts that go on those stainless steel ones and they've got a little insert that goes in the top as well. And I can kind of use that as a little fry pan or, yeah, or right. something just to keep things warm if yep. I want. And the thing I like about the billy is it goes from stovetop to campfire. I can chuck a whole billy yeah. in the campfire to boil water if I don't want to use up the gas, whereas some saucepans you probably can, but I've, I've got like a cast iron saucepan at home. I never take it because it's heavy. Heavy. It's also got a wooden handle on it and I want to be careful of that in the fire. It's not so, too big either, is it, that cast iron saucepan? Like it's only no, no, it's, like it's, two litres or something, yeah, isn't it? roughly like that. It's mm. not real big. It's got a lid on it. I think I put a like a handle on it to use it like a camp oven if I yeah. want, but I, I rarely ever use it. And I have taken – I've got a cast iron saucepan as well, which I do like cooking on cast iron, but it's heavy and awkward to pack and I don't use it often enough to think I take yeah. it each time. So, so so are you saying you don't actually technically have saucepans, you just have your griddle plate and your billy? Mm-hmm. So what if you wanted to, say, cook pasta sauce, you just do that in your billy? Yes, but there are some limitations on that. Yeah, and so I'm assuming because I've always found or thought billies were quite sort of thin mm. in terms of temperature regulating and things like that, how do you find cooking in something like that over a saucepan saucepan? Saucepan's better. Yeah. The billy being thin, like you say, quite often you find yourself scrubbing a burnt bit off the bottom because okay. the heat goes through really quickly or you need to stay there and stir it all yeah. the time. You've also got – it's quite tall – Mm-hmm. So it can be hard to to mix easily. So mm-hmm. there are some limitations in that respect. And I have considered a few times that maybe a, a saucepan, I'd use it enough to warrant trying to pack it somewhere and yeah. maybe take one less billy. But then but then I go back to that whole thing. If I've got a campfire, I can throw the whole billy in the campfire mm-hmm. and then I can put it on the stove as well, whereas I couldn't do that with a saucepan necessarily. Yeah. So Because saucepans are the next thing on my list to sort of work out a more long-term permanent solution and at the moment we don't have designated I mean obviously we've got our camp fire cast iron cooking stuff which Mm -hmm. we'll talk about in another episode but um we just use a couple of saucepans from home the the saucepans are the only things I don't pre-pack okay and so if I want I can just pop them over the fire on like a grill plate or something like that or use them in the stove but they are a bit heavier and they are mm. a bit chunkier. But then again, when there's six of us and I am cooking spag bowl because, you know, that's often really nice and easy, mm. I've got to boil at least sort of four or five litres yeah. of water to put enough pasta in. Yep. And it's like I just haven't really found a lightweight, compact camping solution. I'd love to be able to find really good functional size saucepans that nest properly, that don't necessarily have handles or yep. things like that. Um, but, I, um, yeah, I haven't quite come across it yet. I think I'm in the same boat yeah. because uh, the other limitations with billies is you cook pasta in it and it becomes full and then 
straining that becomes a, an issue. And I always yeah, do it when right. you've kind of got because you've got a hot handle on the top and it's hot in the bottom, so you end up with either gloves or yeah. the gloves are packed in the car now, but I mm-hmm. often forget it. So it'd be kind of a balancing act with two tea towels. So I didn't burn my hands to try and sort of strain yeah. this billy or trying to hold the lid on top with one finger while I hold the handle and the, lift the bottom up. And cause I don't take a colander cause then there's only one use for the colander. But yeah. um, so there are limitations with the billies. And it, I think I'm probably in the same boat as you there, that it would be good if there was a, like almost like a half height billy would be good. So that yeah, it's, right. it's lower yeah, and maybe, maybe wider. Um, I do have actually a stainless steel hiking kit that it, sometimes I take that's just a, a larger sort of pot so mm. that could go in the fire. So, yeah, I'm I'm in limbo there. I'm yeah. not, not an ideal setup at the that's moment. That's true. Yeah. And um, we touched before on things like utensils and things like that. I just have, um, you know, your wooden spoon and a spatula and things like that. I do have a more campfire-specific spatula that's with my campfire cooking stuff, but otherwise I just have a generic one Mm -hmm. because my actual kitchen kit is different to my campfire cooking kit because I don't want to have to go through it and separate it and take out the unnecessary stuff if I'm camping in fire band season because, uh, you know, at least I have that one system and that one setup and then I have the second one and if it's non-fire band season, I'll just chuck that in as well because I don't have salt and pepper. I don't have all the daily use stuff with the campfire thing. It's literally just all the the um the stuff for cooking on a campfire with the, the tools I need to clean it and flip and whatever so yeah, it's okay. really it's not that hard to just grab an extra thing so um and then we've recently got some cool things at Snowy's like the Opinel the French Opinel knives yeah I was going to mention that yeah, yeah because I have been thinking about that because again at the moment I just have a big sort of heavy kitchen knife and I'm thinking, oh, like, and you've got a knife too. Um, well, yeah, I mean, this, it's not I mean, big it's and small, heavy, right? but yeah. But the opener one folds so it you folds, can actually get a bigger so knife for less pack length. Bigger knife, so. less pack length. Yeah. It's really heavy duty. Um, yeah, so I've been looking at those going, oh, that'd be cool. We're just a couple of those yeah. in your setup. As, as It folds nice and I think like maybe the longest one, maybe it's 15 centimeters or yeah, something 12, and yeah, it's something like, like this that. huge yeah. big knife. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty nifty because it's it's space saving as well. Um, and then the other thing we have we were going to talk about was enamel tableware because I don't know about you, but I know my nana and pa in their camp setup have still got the same enamel cups and plates that yeah. I was using when I was like six camping with them. They last forever, don't they? They I, last forever. I've got an old um, enamel cup that I took when I we did a um, the Kokoda Trail in, in yeah. New, Papua New Guinea and. and it went across the, the track with me and rats chewed around the edge. So it's got all these rats chewing nuts <laughs> oh, around the edge. I've washed it and everything, but it's still, it's still there. And I yeah. keep looking at things. I, I don't use it because I've got these lightweight ones that are in mm. my kit and they nest together because there's four of us now. Yeah. But it's still perfectly usable. Yeah. And if you get good quality um, enamel, it just lasts and lasts. Lasts and lasts. So, yeah. I've got he- heaps of enamel stuff in my set. I have um, found that having kids though, they tend not to want to use it because it can be quite hot. Like for yep. dinners, the plates can get quite hot. And if you're having a hot Milo or something like that at nighttime, it's hard for them to hold hold the mugs without yep. sort of it burning. Um so that would be the only downside for them is heat transfer, but they do last forever. Same with stainless steel. Stainless yeah. steel is first telling them that you can cook on it too. You could put that yeah. the whole just the plate on the stove yeah. if you like. But yeah, it can be hot. We use these. No, these are nylon. Yeah. Um, and the cup on the other side, there's a, there actually comes a little um, like a cozy that goes around it. But yeah, they insulate enough anyway. So I find the kids 
handle those just fine. So, yeah, and yeah. I guess if they're um, if weight is a consideration, doing the nylon or the sort of plastic based melamine based um, cookware and dinnerware and stuff like that is nice and light. Yeah, melamine can get a bit heavier. I think. I'm not yeah, really sure. I've not used it. Melamine's a bit more like you, almost like your place you have at home. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Okay. I think. Yeah, I thought they were a bit lighter. I mean, they'd be lighter than steel and enamel. Sets, wouldn't they? I don't know. Not really compared yeah, to side actually, by side. I'm some, find that out actually. Yeah, some stainless is going to be pretty thin, which would be pretty light, but you could probably afford slightly heavier stainless or thicker duty stainless steel for a camp kit. Mm. Um, refillable bottles is one that we've got here too, and leak proof ones are good. So yeah. just be mindful. Like this oil I've got here, these are little. Um, Nalgene, are mention they? a brand here, yeah, but Nalgene do those little. They're polypro bottles, and Nalgene have got a big claim about being leak proof with the the way their seal works mm-hmm. on top. So I have no, although my the producer got this out of my kit before I said, don't put that there, it's leaking. But um, obviously I just didn't do the lid up tight enough. She's laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> but so these are little Nalgene bottles, right, and mm-hmm. they're really handy. And I've yeah. got a hand, uh, there's one for salt, one for pepper. Um, I seem to take, you talk about big containers that you've got, but yeah. I've got lots of little ones and that's just me being me yeah, uh, taking compact stuff, but there's a heap of those in the kit that have just mm-hmm. got little things in it and they are pretty pretty good with being leak-proof, even to the point of putting, um, you know, dishwash liquid or something in them as well if you like. So make sure yeah. they're leak-proof. Otherwise, your, your camp oh, tub's going to be Oh, there's nothing worse with arriving somewhere and there's just like sauce through everything. Or, you just don't yeah. want to be cleaning no, that you up. absolutely yeah. don't want to be doing that. Um, but so – Clean up. I'm, yeah, mentioned before about – um, your dishes set up and things like that. I have recently or been using for the most part a, a large plastic um, tub with handles in it, which has doubled with filling everything up and, and chucking things in it and then mm-hmm. you can unpack it all and, and your kitchen sink's there. But recently I've upgraded to a um, a collapsible kitchen sink and it literally packs up to – I don't know, a tea, uh, like a cake plate or a side plate size oh, and not soft much thicker. Ones, the yeah, it's ones. a soft yeah. fabric one. It actually works really well. Like at first I thought, mm, I don't know how this is going to work, but just sits on the table. It fills up with water when you're not using it because the thing I found with the kitchen tub is when you're not using it, it still takes up heaps of space and it just sort of sits there and it's and whatever, whereas you can pack the kitchen sink away or mm. if it's not being used, it just folds quite flat. Mm. It's really nice and light. Um, I'll have to look at that because I use a collapsible silicon oh, yeah. tub, which is so that packs down to, I don't know, like 40 centimetres by mm-hmm. 25 or whatever, but it's still five to 10 centimetres in height. So yeah. you still kind of got to put it somewhere. But the, the sink you're talking about, mm-hmm. I think, is it Cedar, the Cedar, Cedar Summit, Summit yeah, yeah. kitchen sink? They. They do pack up. Yeah, know, just like a in a, like a little tiny. zip thing. Yeah. It's so, like it's like fabric. Um, the whole thing is just fabric, but it's like a huge big bowl shape, but the sides sort of taper back in on itself and the, the top um, circle is rigid. Yeah. So the, the top of it stays, but when you fill it up with water, it's sort of, I guess, like um, – there's a brand, I can't think what they're called, but they're like a Clark Rubber or something like that that people can get for the backyard pools and oh, they don't yeah. have a frame or anything mean, but the tops up. blown up but the rest is it's essentially a miniature version of that. And and they sit upright enough. Like I find I've, when I've boiled the water, I put it in the sink and then as we eat we just chuck the dishes in there and yep. then wash it up and that, yep. that works okay in that respect. Yeah, totally. yeah, it doesn't just collapse yeah. down. I mean the only thing that it doesn't necessarily have or isn't as good for is sometimes with the tub I just walk around and get 
people to chuck their stuff in the tub yeah. even without water in it and then it's just sat off to the side and it's all sort of contained. But it's also just a matter of, well, yeah, that's the plus of it, but the sink still works really good and I like that it's lighter and it's compact. So we'll just change the way that we do things a little mm. bit. I for might, the benefit of the sink. so I might make a change there as yeah. well. So you don't have a dedicated wash station. It just goes on a table or something? Just goes on the end of the table. So we do actually have um, like a large kitchen. I think it's an Oztrail brand. It's like a, a deluxe kitchen thing, which is a big pantry and a table, aluminium tabletop where, where you have your stove on it and things mm. like that. And then you can have your kitchen sink on the other side. The only time that I would ever use that is if we're going away for a week or something and I want to have a have a proper pantry or thing set up. If we're just going away for a couple of days over the weekend, I'm happy to just work out of my tubs. And then we just have a, a quite a large table, which we set up in the same sort of way and the tubs just sit under the table and the fridge goes under the table. It's just nice and easy. Okay. So we have the wash station on one end and then the stove will go on the other. And also the way that I sort of set it up, which makes it I think a bit easier, especially to not have to take the kitchen everywhere, is um, and I think I've talked about it before, we don't have like a gazebo or anything like that. We have like quite a large shelter that we've made out of a huge big truck canvas with a mm-hmm. wooden frame. And so it's like a elongated wooden A-frame in it. And so on one end of the A-frame, the table goes up against that. And then I've got a pole that goes across the A-frame, so it's like a capital letter A, but I've got yeah. hooks and things that go on that. Oh, yeah. So above there wow, I thread cool. my paper towel on it, so I've got my paper towel dispenser ready to go and I've got my hooks and my spatula and wooden spoon and things sort of hang on those hooks and the pots and the pans hang there as well. Yeah, wow. So it's like just makes it super easy. So there's not heaps of stuff that's on my table. Um, and where was I going with this? What were we talking about? Uh I asked if you had your sink, if you have like a wash station separate. Oh, wash station. I think you're going where I want to go with this because I'll explain how my kitchen is set up shortly. But it sounds like yours is quite quite elaborate. So you've got, if you set everything up, you've got the Austral kitchen with your stove and the sink on that and some bench space and then you've got other Yeah, so if we're just going away for the weekend, I just use the table. But if we're going away for a longer time, I have the table and I have the kitchen and the pantry set up. But it all sort of revolves around this A-frame thing, which sort of I set up as a bush kitchen. So I've got all stuff sort of hanging there in the paper town bits and pieces like that. Um, But the, I, I can't think where I was going with this specifically, but no, we don't have like a dedicated wash station set up. Mm-hmm. We just do more of like a bush kitchen, if that makes sense. So yeah, it's okay. all it's all there. Right. Um, Mine's so much simpler than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me. I know it does sound complicated, but it probably takes 20 minutes to set up. Right. And it's just it's done. Okay. But again, that's you know, I have a lot more people to sort yeah, of cook yeah, for enough. and it just makes it a bit more practical. Well I'll explain mine, which mm-hmm. is gonna take a portion of the time. Okay. But so it's my, four of us, so my, yep. myself, my wife and two two kids. But I just have a, a table and at the moment it's bench seats, but I want to get those awesome um collapsible stools that I know mm-hmm. you love to go with it instead. Yeah. Um <laughs> those stools are so, so ugly. So it's a table for four. Yeah. And then I've got one of those just fold out wire stove stands, mm-hmm. really basic but durable stove stands. And I like that because you can kind of just shove it in any ground and it sits sturdy. My stove sits on that. And then I've got one of those um side ta- like they've got a cross leg um, oh, yeah. Just a small side table or, or like a personal table, I think they call it. Yeah. And that just goes next to my stove. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite often I'll just put my water um, bladder or something on that and then there's a little bit of sort of surface there to put stuff while I'm cooking. Yeah, right. And then my 
cooking, uh, my wash up kit is just a tub, which often sits on the bottom shelf of the stove. And I can just chuck the dishes and stuff in there as I go. And then when I want to wash, I'll take it away from the campsite, wash up and then bring back the dishes for drying. Um, that's pretty much it. I, I don't have everything else is just in the tub. So the tub sits either on the table or just on the ground next to the stove or whatever. Yeah. And I don't leave it there though, um, because it's got eating utensils and stuff in there. I'll put it back in the back of the car. Okay. Over overnight, or if I'm out for the day, I don't leave it out. So yep. I don't have any sort of things hanging up everywhere. But yeah, you know, maybe I should stop being so strict on everything and relax a little bit. No, and well, I guess up, it's so. just, that's just what works for you. And yeah. I think often as well, if you're, you know, like we're going away this weekend, and there's going to be us and one of my friends is coming with her kids as well. And so the, where we're going is just out bush. So mm-hmm. the kids will just be riding their bike around doing some exploring, but it's very camp focused. We're not doing day trips. We're not doing anything like that. So I think having a more permanent setup, like at home, our kitchen is like a revolving door train station. Do you yeah, know what okay. I mean? People in and out all the time. So having something set up like that really works for us. And to make sure that it's functional, even if it might take a little bit more time at the very beginning of the trip, means I don't have to think about it and, and I don't have to get things out all the time. It's just mm. it's all there ready to go. What about actual pantry items? Because I mentioned yeah. before I've got one of those tubs I talked about or mm-hmm. sorry, two or three of those tubs become my pantry items yep. and I'll kind of separate them, the heavy stuff or canned stuff mm. in one and then bread and stuff in another, maybe fruit and veg in another. So there's yeah. three different tubs that I use, but you can get kitchens uh, sorry, um, not kitchens like a cupboard, like a camp cupboard. Yeah, with, with, you can zip up and it becomes reasonably protected from animals and yeah. insects and things. I don't take one of those because I feel like it's it's a bulky thing to carry. Yeah. But it is a bulky thing. But do, do you? Uh, as I said, I've got one that has the pantry underneath oh, within the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, and I find it handy for the longer trips. But mm. if I'm taking like the trips that I've been on recently, because they've all just been short weekend trips, haven't bothered to take them. I've just worked mm. out of the tub. But if we are going away for, you know, up to a week or, or something like or even longer, but usually sort of up to a week, it's really handy to not have to faff around in a tub and things mm. like that. And then often what we'll do is we'll have the garbage bags or, or our rubbish recycling thing. And if I unpack the pantry food tub and put it all in the actual pantry for function, then that tub doubles as our recycling slash garbage thing. Okay. And I double up that tub. So I know it's got a lid, it's sealed and all the stuff that came out is just going back in there as recycling or rubbish. And it sort of makes it quite easy. So in that respect, having a pantry is good. And yeah, then okay. I don't have to worry about taking a whole nother system with to work out with rubbish. But if I'm just going away for a real quick trip, I might take like a Cedar Summit trash sack or something like that with, yep. with the recycling that will go into another tub, but not have to you know what I mean? Yeah, so I yeah. think it just depends on the type of trip we're doing. So it it's, comes down to what you're prepared to pack and unpack at the yeah. end of the day and, and length of the trip, I think. Yeah. yeah, I can see how a, a kitchen or a, or a cupboard would be handy, but uh, if you're yeah, if you're packing, unpacking, packing, unpacking for a trip, then yeah. you've got to think, am I prepared to pack and unpack that however often you're going to do it yeah. or do I do without that unpacking and just make do with keeping it in a tub or something yeah. like that. So yeah. there are a few other sort of options to what we've talked about now. And I know 230 have recently brought out some pretty cool products, which is like a, a kitchen sling. I think they call it a kitchen sling. I think they do, yeah. And you can pack everything in there and it just unrolls. Yeah, you can it's put like it a suspended – yeah. um, it's got like po- zip storage pockets and, and webbing pockets and places for you to put your cups and cutlery, but it hangs up either on like the back door of your vehicle or the yep. side of your vehicle or from trees or at the end of a gazebo or something like that. So that's 
a really nifty option. Um, yeah, so I think I, it's a great I, option. I reckon the key takeaway from this is the one thing you, you do or should have is a kitchen kit with all your absolute essentials packed Absolutely. in it. That's the one thing everyone needs, regardless mm-hmm. of what cam kit you've got, you need your kitchen kit with the essentials in it yep. and that you can just chuck in the car, restock it at the end of the trip, put it straight in the car. When you go, you know it's ready to go. That's Make sure it's doubles so you don't have to be taking things in and out of your kitchen every trip. It, yeah, things that are in there, good to go. Yeah, yep. not or, or at the very least a list of things that you need to take from your kitchen. Mm-hmm. But if it, I mean, spoons and wooden spoons and stuff, you don't need really good quality stuff for camping. Even things like tea bags. Yeah, yeah. Like even just yep. a dedicated thing of tea bags. Hot, hot chocolate, cocoa. So the way that I manage that, um, and like I think my folks had, I think it's my folks, have a like a printout, an actual physical like laminated or contacted printout mm-hmm. that's on their drawer in their camper trailer. So when they're right. sort of checking, they've got that immediate list there. We have like a, a checkoff list on on our on our phone in like the cloud. So my partner and I can both look at it. And so yeah, when we're one. camping, we're both checking off, ticking this list on our phone. Um, and it's just Every time we go, we wash everything, chuck everything, put it back in. But then before we go, it's just a super quick, easy yeah. tick, tick, tick. Oh, yep, that's in the box. Tick, tick, tick. So we we'll never forget anything. Makes packing so much easier. Yeah. You just got a little bit of extra set up to start with to get yep. those things in place. But if you just do it and spend that little bit of extra time at the end of the trip mm-hmm. to restock, it makes getting ready for the next trip so much easier. It really does. And probably the other part of it is all the other bits is very personal, really. But mm-hmm. before you go out and buy everything that, everyone says you need like a kitchen and all that. Just have a think about how it fits in your car, how you're going to set up your campsite, um, what stove you got, where you're going to put it, what are yeah. you going to wash up in. Just have a think about the whole thing and maybe start with the basics. Uh, if you've got a table and a stove, maybe just stick with a table and a stove until you go, actually, I do need an extra table. Having a small, just interrupting you, having a small little notepad in with your kitchen kit as well because, um, and again, we've moved from a notepad onto this list in our phone, but every time we're away and we think, ah, damn, I should have bought that or we really need that, just chuck it on the list because then when you go home between your next trip, you can add it to your kit and cross it off. And then that's when you, yeah, when you're starting out, don't worry about getting everything. Just keep a list of the things that you think you need and then just add it over time and then you'll be sweet. Starting out, you will forget something. Yeah, you will. One thing 100%. we didn't mention is paper towel. I don't take paper towel. I just use my. I, did, my I think cloth, I mentioned it in my thing because I use paper towel because I find yeah. it really handy. Yeah, okay. Because um, then I don't have to worry about taking millions of tea towels and sort of washing them and drying them and things like that. Right. I still use tea towels, but paper towels are just amazing. And then if you've got a fire, you can use them for fire lighters yeah, or okay. just chuck them in a fire. Because uh, tea towels, if you're winter camping, just never dry. Yeah, they're just a, the pits. <laughs> you know what? I would. I'm sure there is. Uh, a lot of different opinions out totally. there, a lot of different ideas Such with a camp kitchen thing. set up little things home, like homemade hacks mm-hmm. um things from hardware shops there's, there's so many different yeah. ways to do it you as you mentioned if you're just starting out you're not going to do it straight away but yeah. please let us know on the snowy's facebook group if you've got ideas tips feedback on yeah, setting up um, your, post photos of your kitchen oh, as well i'd awesome. really love to Definitely see photos, photos yeah, yeah. And as i mentioned before don't forget to subscribe on youtube uh, or on your favorite podcast app And we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya.